Aaron. What about my keyboard? Ah, so good to be home. Have a little bossa nova. I was never given a name. Hey, we're back. And we're... And better than ever. We're better than ever, baby. Um, is this further away? Who knows? It's, Who cares? It feels further. But we seem just as loud as ever. <laughs> it does seem that way, and I'll, uh, I'll let it be. Uh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. What are you the, singing there? The Beatles. Who? The Beatles. Who's that? The, the Beatles? I've never heard of the band, the Beatles. You know, like, yesterday, the song? I don't know. What? Wow. You gotta get out more. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just no, He's like, no one was in the pop culture at that yeah. point. So it was just him. I think that's the point of the movie, actually. Oh. Yesterday, this is the I Was Never Given Any podcast, where we talk about the, about the about office. Yesterday. Episode by episode, but yeah, yesterday, uh, time for small talk. Yesterday, the theme is just about no one knows who the Beatles are anymore. I think that's it. That's the only message, the only theme. I think it's, yeah, it's pretty, it was fun, so, it was so. nice to watch. Sure. But to think about it's actually not that fun. Just like Expendables three. <laughs> yeah. Expendables three was not nice to watch actually. How can you mess that up? How can you mess the Beatles up? Yeah. <laughs> or Expendables three. Expendables three. Uh, they made a PG thirteen and oh, that's how they messed it up. Yeah. Expendables 2 was fun. Expendables, no. the first Expendables was very fun. They, yeah, people like both of those. Not Expendables both. 3, not good. I haven't seen it, but I plan to. Oh, let me know when you do. Thank you. Let all the listeners know. I'm sure they'd love to know. Should do a Rosebuds on that or other podcast. Uh, I don't know. We could just do a special app on this one. <laughs> We could. Yeah. We will next week. Be on the lookout for that. <laughs> Not about the Not expendables. About the expendables, yeah. Um, this is... Uh, uh, the I Was Never Given Any Podcast. I already said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is episode 59. 59? Yeah. And it's season four, episode eight. That's correct. Uh, it's called The Deposition. Feels you good. Got a, you got anything to add? Not a thing. <laughs> Feels good. We're one away from 60. Yeah. That's uh, nice. 10 away from 69. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly 10 away. That's what I'm saying. Well, season 4 is rolling at this point. It is. It's the it, shortest season, and I think... We started off super hot, cooled off substantially. Yeah. And then, I mean, we can, we can pick nits about branch wars, but from local ad... Through dinner party, to the next episode. It's crazy viewing. What? It's crazy viewing. It is crazy viewing, and maybe the office at its jokiest, funniest. It's a. I wish it was a full season, honestly. Yeah. This is the last episode before the writers' strike. Yeah. 
And I, I wish it was a full season because they are uh, season three. We both love. I think that's them at their top of their game. I don't know. This is a little bit of just keeping that momentum up. Yeah, they're they're there. If it wasn't for the dumb hour long episodes to start the year, yeah, I think they'd be there. Because yeah, like you said, local ad through a dinner party. Even the ones after that though are pretty fun. Yeah, I think Night Out might be. I doubt and did I stutter? Did I stutter? Is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's I know what you're saying. Different, yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah. So there's this episode that aired November fifteenth, um, and then the next one's April. Yeah, November fifteenth, and then April tenth. I think is what I just read. Yep. Um, that that's a long break, and just like them, <laughs> we are we will not record another episode until April. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye forever until April. Okay, we'll We're going to strike. Goodbye forever until April. To honor the 2008 we, strike. We would like to support the writers. We will be striking. <laughs> Bowling every Thursday. Yeah? Yeah. That sounds nice. That does. You want to join a league? No. Me neither. I just want to go bowling. I barely want to go bowling, but... Just kidding. Bowling. We'll be back next week. You're right. But with a bonus hit. Yeah, because I'm going on vacation and Andrew? Yeah, but not together, but sort of. <laughs> kind of. We will see each other. Uh, I don't I don't know. But we did not plan. This. Not convinced. You're not convinced? Not <laughs> convinced, no. I won't show up to the three meals? Yeah. Or you won't show up? No, I'll show up. I might Blindfolded. Not. I might not. <laughs> Blindfolded. Um, so yeah, you guys have to wait two weeks for dinner party. But I feel like that's fair because it's going to take me two weeks to figure out what I'm going to say about that episode. That might be our longest episode yet. It could be. Think. It'll be right up there. It might be a normal episode, but uh, we're, yeah, we have a lot of thoughts. Yes. Whereas this episode, the deposition is just everything is funny to me about this. Maybe not so much in plot B, but I, I would laugh. I don't hate plot B. We'll get into that. But I laugh at nearly... Every line in plot A. Like, it's it's at least every other line. I think yeah. I left at 50% of what is said in that plot. That is your main takeaway? Yeah. And my main takeaway, this is one of the roughest episodes to get through. Oh, I love it. Yeah. This is... I don't know why, but I think this might be the episode I've seen the most. <laughs> I don't... I have nothing to back that up, but it just feels like... It's not dinner party? I don't know. It's They're both pretty close. Mine is shockingly Threat Level Midnight. I'm not surprised. I've watched that. You love it. <laughs> so many times. I have so many problems with it, too. Sure. That might be our longest episode. Hey. Just because of me. Just You'll have to wait for four and a half years. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, well, what was I going to say? I have a weird theory about this. I'm trying to reform it. I've always had this theory. I'm trying to reform it. I will not forget. So, But I'll, I'll do it when we get to plot A, though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what. What a, <laughs> what a tease. What a sell. Yeah. What a tease. Yes. yes. Trying to reform it. It's just freeform. Freeform it. I don't think the office airs on that TV channel. <laughs> no, it's I'm not even sure that TV channel still exists. It does. It was ABC Family. Yeah. Now it's freeform. Yeah. It can't go on for much longer. I think it's like one of the most popular channels. <laughs> oh. I was around. Yeah, I think it is. 
I was talking. I was talking in like the grand scheme of the whole world. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, no. compared to how many years this planet has existed, yeah. it cannot go on for much longer. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't make much sense, but that's true. Uh, you want to get into it? Yeah, the please, deposition, please. Uh, we start with the cold open, as always. It's nice. <laughs> uh, it's one of the one of the better ones. I'll, I'll spoil it. Yeah, I'm uh, trying very hard not to sneeze. That's great. I'll just keep talking. Um, so the setup is that Michael is in a meeting, and Pam comes in with a post-it note, and he says, "No, I'll call him back later." Uh, the thing Pam says, "Like, oh, he." I did this one day, he yeah. was in a meeting, I came in, and he liked it so much, he just wants me to do it all the time. Yeah. So he's... He makes, a, he makes her do it every ten minutes. Yeah. I think... Uh, very good. One says, good morning. Yeah. Yeah, they all... Uh, just very basic. Uh, Jan, phrases. he's eating dinner with Jan, and just has a smiley face. Yeah. And then the best one, uh, he's with... Talking with Ryan, and then Pim brings in a hot dog man saying, Hiya, buddy. That's <laughs> great. And then uh, he's like, Oh, I'll get this later. Oh, Jan's like very impressed. Jan's impressed. Uh, Kevin calls him out at one point, says, You would never call back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all of them. But. Ryan says, Oh, no, no, get this call. Customer comes first. Yes. And then they both Pam and Michael kind of panic. Sure. And yeah, yeah. Take the call. I think I think Michael says money isn't everything, Ryan. You're my friend. <laughs> uh, just stalling, and uh, and then he finally takes the call. Yeah, and he says, "Hi, oh, buddy," <laughs> which is very funny. Uh, I remember in the commentary uh, for this episode, they said they spent hours perfecting the drawing of the hot dog, which is. Uh, you can tell when they stop caring about the show, about, like, details. Sure. And this is yes. definitely, yeah. we've said it before, they're still on a roll. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely not it. Spending so hours on a hot dog drawing yeah. is is what, <laughs> is the kind of passion I'm here for, sure. I guess. They're, they're still trending up. Yeah. They aren't quite to the peak yet. No. You can argue where the peak is, and I think we probably will next episode. It'll at least come up. But uh, it, it's but we're getting there. But they're still trending upwards, I think. The I think, show is gaining steam. I think maybe the whole season they're going up. Yeah. And then I think they lose people at the Parks and Rec. And that's the yeah, that's I don't the know scramble. If, that's why could be. 5 is could so be. messy to me. It's the what do we do? Yeah, and you might be right. New showrunner, and he's like, I'm sorry, guys, I have no idea how to focus sure. on anything. Yeah, you might be right. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's a nice, short, funny, cold open. It's very good. Yeah. We haven't had one of these nothing to do with anything cold opens in a while. Yeah. And it's short. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we're going to rate it like okay. we always do. Yeah, one, 1 to 11, but 11 to big. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a solid nine. Oh, I'm going ten. You're going ten. I almost almost went there. <clears throat> it's very good. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's not. Uh, doesn't try to do too much. It's just basic enough to to like work. Like we hate the plot heavy. We hate 
if they go too big, I'm I'm not into it as much. It's a if it was a baseball player, it just hits a nice solid double every yes. time. Not yes. not hitting a home run, mm-hmm. not striking out. It's hitting a double. Did Did you ever play the Wii Sports baseball? I did. That thing sucks. Yeah, it's it's not good. What you like baseball games though? I do, but I do not like that one. No, that one sucks. That one sucks. How do you Wii Sports? You you gotta be kidding me. Tennis was fun though. Tennis was great. Bowling. We sports? Great job. Great job. <laughs> Alright, let's let's get into it. Plot okay. we'll start with plot B, like we always do. Yeah. Except the first three seasons. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yes. I don't great. know why I'm saying like we always do. Like we've always done. <laughs> Welcome new for, listeners, apparently. Except for the the first 46 episodes of this, no, <laughs> even more than that, the first, like, 51 episodes of this podcast. But, like we always do, let's start with Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Jim and Daryl play ping pong now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Yep. They're down, in the, they're down in the warehouse playing ping pong. Jim's bad. Jim is bad. Jim, maybe not bad, but he's... He's decidedly average. Yes. Like, he's not good. Daryl is better. Daryl's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pam comments that her boyfriend plays ping pong, and sometimes she brings him juice. My boyfriend is 12. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten a ver- a uh, kind of that quote out. I've heard you say the exact thing. <laughs> you have? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but I think we both said something very similar. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And while they're playing ping pong, Kelly is dating Daryl, which is easy to forget. Yeah. I always forget. Uh, I'm not even sure they're dating. Yeah. Even after watching it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They don't say a word to each other. Uh, no, Kelly says like three words to Daryl sure. the entire episode. Yeah. Uh, Kelly smack talks Pam. She doesn't talk trash. Yeah. She talks smack. Yes. Um, like, there's a pretty good line. Trash is like, your mom's so fat she can eat the internet. Yeah. Smack talk is happening right now. Like, you're so ugly because I can see it right now. Very good. <laughs> um, the, the thing she says to Pam, who has two skinny chicken legs and sucks a ping pong? Uh, guess whose boyfriend it is. <laughs> it's not mine. It's not mine. Uh, is that She's pretty good at it. Not the ping pong plot. Oh my gosh. Oh, ping pong. Okay. Not the uh, PPP ping pong yeah, plot. Yeah. Um, but the smack talk plot is the plot B. Yes. The ping pong is almost nothing to do. No. They could have subbed in any small little game and it would have worked. Monopoly. Yeah. Chess. Uh, sure. Ice hockey. Uh, horseshoes. Uh, uh, tic-tac-toe. Yeah, the uh, shuffleboard, the old people do. Freestyle. Yeah, freestyle rapping. Yeah. Um, uh, extreme sports. All of them? Yes. That would be good. They're just doing bike flips. And <laughs> yeah. Jim falls all the time. <laughs> Who has two skinny chicken legs and falls off their bike all the time. Sucks at X game. Not my boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, the ping pong is meaningless. Uh, and I think goes in with my theory that this is the takedown of Jim Helper. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. He's doing a lame thing. I like playing ping pong, but 
He's doing a lame thing and is bad at it. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure the lame thing Meaning matters just mean. as much as him being bad at it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely more subtle than the last few takedowns, but it, it's there. Yeah. It's and purposeful. He's not... I can't remember a plot where Jim isn't like a main... The bee's knees. The bee's knees. He's not pushing forward the plot yeah. himself. This is one where he is barely even part of it. Yeah. Um, also, is it the first... I know Roy was not good to Pam, but is it the first plot that anyone's outwardly mean to Pam? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to Angela. call. Sure, I guess well, that's fair. But that's... Yeah, I guess I don't know if Kelly's being outwardly mean, but <laughs> I think they're friends. So. I think so. I think this is Kelly's maybe, form of friendship. Maybe Pam doesn't. I don't know if Pam handles it well. It's hard for me to tell. No, she doesn't. the The plot B, the arc is Pam. There's an arc. Is not really. You're being. You're being. Very kind. The arc is that Pam is mad, is jealous. Yeah, I but think she's not so. really. This plot doesn't matter. No, it's and that's the point. Like that's how they wrote it. Right, it's amazing to me that this, not not in a bad way, this gets a decent amount of screen time. Yeah, and I, like, if I could summarize it in three sentences, I think. Yep. And not long sentences. I think we're taking not, too long talking. Exactly. <laughs> um. Uh, Pam. Creates a ping pong table in the break room, conference room. Yeah. So Jim can practice. Yeah. That's it. Kelly. It's on the table that is sometimes there and sometimes not there. Yeah. And we don't know where it goes when it's not there because there's no room in that office. That is true. But um, I do not care about that. I wish I could find. There's a good flashback, like. Pam says stuff about, uh, well, she tells Jim that that uh, Kelly talks trash. Yeah. And then we get flashbacks to Kelly insulting. These are funny. Pam, these are funny. Uh, your boyfriend is so weak he needs steroids just to watch baseball. Yeah. Jim couldn't hit a ping pong ball if it was the size of the moon. Were Jim's parents first cousins that were also bad at ping pong? <laughs> last one's very good. Yeah, good stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, that is, it's fine. That is the meat of the plot. That is the yeah. jokes. Uh, at one point, we get Kelly and well, Pam's coming out of the bathroom. Kelly's standing, about to go in. Yeah, and they have a little standoff, and Pam doesn't know why. Yeah, neither do we really. But <laughs> but she finally moves out of the way, and Kelly says, "That's what I thought." I like that. I've done that. It's not comfortable. I think you've done it to me. Yeah, that's what I got. It's not comfortable to do. Don't do it. Okay. Um, they bring Kevin in? They bring Kevin. Kevin. He says awesome. Yeah, sure. They trick him in there. And then eventually Meredith comes out. Good game, Meredith. Don't patronize me. Sure. Here's, then, here's a question. Yeah. Everyone acts surprised when they go in there. Well, by everyone, I mean Kevin and Dwight. Yeah. You could hear this. 
Like, people are playing ping pong at a door, in a room next door. I don't remember the sound quality of a, that closed room. Well, you, we can hear Michael shouting in there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, I but yeah, I think it, you're right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Dwight finally comes in and tries to teach him. Jim has this whole shtick that a client, he has to battle a client to get him to buy a paper. Yeah. And he needs help. Uh, we get one of, one of my, I'm not going to quote it because I won't be able to read the names. They, but they Dwight says all my heroes are table tennis players. And then he names um, just a bunch of table tennis players yeah. that nobody knows who they are. Yeah. My kind of joke. Zoran Primerock, Jan Ove Waldner, Wong Tao. Uh, I don't know what this one is. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, he was he went to the Hall of Fame induction of somebody else. Uh, yeah, and and Drez uh, Gruba. I don't. It was his first time out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, went to the Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. A good joke. It's, it's great. There's some there's some highlights here. Yeah, it's not Jim and Pam. Jim gets mad at Dwight for beating him at one point. Well, not like mad, but like Jim serves it. Dwight hits it hard back at him, and just like, what the hell? <laughs> Come on, you're playing ping pong. He's just mad. He sucks. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Dwight like wins while texting at one point. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, then they go down, and Jim gets. They get closer. Jim gets closer to winning, meeting Daryl. I think he scored four points. Or he gets eight points. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, four points. I think that's what they say. Okay. And then... Yeah, when Dwight finds out (laughs) he's training to play Daryl, he says, he works here, you idiot. (laughs) I think I've gotten that out. Yeah, I think so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, they... Daryl wins. Yeah. And then... Kelly sings... The Avril Lavigne classic yes. Yes. girlfriend, but instead boyfriend. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your boyfriend, cuz, 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 cuz he sucks a ping pong. Yeah. I've good. never seen that before, but I wish I had. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and then uh, Pam and Kelly start playing. Pam's like, I, I'm sick of this. Let's play each other. And then they both suck. Jim and Daryl say, hey, there's a table upstairs. You want to go play? Yeah. It's a weird... The most meaningless B-plot in quite a while. And it's fine because... I have no problem with The A-plot is so... Hard. Difficult and... Drenched in... Comedy. But a lot not, of jokes. not like, uh, it's subtle. It's not like, uh, like big laugh. It's, yeah, it's a quick pace. It's like every word. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's terrible to write. Sure. <laughs> Do notes on. Uh, the very end of the episode is Dwight and Moe's playing ping pong, and they're like really good. They're like playing yeah. like the professionals are way back and just. It's very funny. Yeah, it's a good visual. I don't know why they're in the warehouse. It's clear <laughs> they should have a ping pong table. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, but, maybe they. 
I don't know. Maybe they don't have an actual ping pong table. Maybe not. A built one that isn't regulation. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ready? It's fine. It's yeah. a fine plot. It's Yeah. It works it, with the episode, I it think. It does. Would. I don't know. I, I think I like this more than you do, the whole episode. If, a, if there was a better B-plot, it might be an all-timer for me. Yeah. I don't think... But I don't, like, you, like you're saying, I don't know what... Like, I don't have any suggestions on how to make it better, though. I don't think this belongs in the all-timer. Yeah. But it belong Like, it just needs to exist. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, I love plot A. It is incredible. It's, I like it. It's going to be one of those episodes where I might just quote the whole thing. I'm going to try hard not to. But there's a lot of things that I need to read. Uh, let's get to my weird theory. <coughs> yes, Which please. I'm not yet formed. But, okay, so if you've seen, if you haven't seen Lost, this will make no sense to you. But the season three finale... Spoiler alert? Yeah. Oh, man. Kind of. Yeah, you gotta get out the spoilers. The season three finale of Lost has Jack desperately trying to get off the island, get everyone off the island, while a flashback tells the tale of him in the worst time in his life. Then it ends up that... This is the future. He got off the island, and he needs to go back. We gotta go back, We gotta go Jack. back, Jack. We gotta go back. But that's anything ever, ever, oh my gosh, anything ever, anyone ever remembers from that episode is that. It's incredible. The rest of the episode, though, is crazy. Jack finally breaking, yeah. and coming to many realizations. It's an extraordinary hour of TV. It's, it's insane. This episode is... Michael's uh, Through the Looking Glass, the name of the episode. He, I, I've always had trouble in uh, vocalize that on this show, where Michael's arc is, because it feels like there was no growth, and then season seven happened and they rushed all his growth. But then I uh, watched this a while ago, and I'm like, this is the moment where he breaks, where he realizes how what his life is now and what it needs to be. Yeah. You can argue that goodbye Close Toby. To you you can argue that goodbye Toby is Well no, I think if you pair this one and dinner party, I think that those are more um, important to his arc than goodbye Toby. Good the rest of the season is the season four, getting off the island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Of all and Getting off the island in this case is getting off of Jan. Getting off of Jan in, in the hall. That's the what she said. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that's what who said. <laughs> Come again? That's what Jan said? <laughs> um, yeah, no, the... Because the, Holly's not where he... Break, he needs to... The Jack is at his worst on the island on the last few moments. Like he's beating up Ben, he's he's he loses Charlie. He sure. no one is agreeing with him. He he loses. He loses. He thinks he loses Saeed and yeah. Sawyer, whatever. And he and then he's even worse off the island. This is this is that for Michael. 
Do you think he's at his worst? Yeah. I th- but he also needs to go back to the island and become the person who... It's a, it's a messy theory. I had it at one point. But, I, yeah. I don't know. I think my goal in the first half of this is one of... You're, you're, you're right, the first... The first half might be one of the worst versions of Michael, just completely dependent on other people, um, has no idea what to do yeah. for himself. The last five or ten minutes are much better, kind of redeeming in a way. It also helps him realize what he needs to do. We have to go back is still the worst Jack is ever at. Sure. But also... He's a lot better when he. I know when people hate the rest of the series, but when he, the once he gets back, he knows exactly what he needs to do yeah. and how to be okay with him being a terrible <laughs> controlling person. I don't know. If, yeah, I'm not better. sure that the metaphor stretches there. Or it, it's a, the comparison stretches there because I don't think Michael has any idea what to do at he, the end of this. He doesn't. He's, but, he's uh, no pun intended lost. Yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. It it kind of works because Jack still has no idea what to do. Sure. He just has to get there. He has to get back to the island, and Michael needs to get to Holly. Yeah. They just have no idea how to do that. Both yeah. of them. And then yeah. Michael finds Holly and eventually gets Mary's her married. He marries her. Yeah. That's from Lost. Yeah. It's a messy metaphor, but this. All, all just as I could have just said, this is the most emotionally important episode for Michael Scott. Even more important than Holly. He needs to realize his girlfriend is terrible. And he needs to realize his company isn't everything it's, it's made up to be, but is still not the worst. Yeah. Do you think he hasn't already realized his girlfriend's terrible? He's get, We've talked about this. Well, he a has bit. to. Well, he knows it. He just has to get out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're right. Season four is just dinner party. Of Lost. Season four of Lost is just dinner party. <laughs> oh. And the same amount oh happens in season four that happens in dinner party. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a longest episode. All right. That was convoluted and long. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mind. I was I'm not apologetic. Lost theories. You, you know mine. I just think all series is lost. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once people get better, they go away from the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened in Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's get into it. Yes, please. Because this, this is going to take a while. We too. start with Jan and Michael in the car. Uh, they're driving to Jan's deposition. She's suing the company uh, for wrongful, wrongful termination. It's a, it's, I mean, I'm just flabbergasted, honestly. Like, this is a crazy plot. She says, when she gets fired, I'm going to sue. Yeah. And that's my only thought, like, okay, I can go along with it because she's crazy enough to do it. She doesn't care about money. It's crazy. But she cares a lot about money. Yes. If Jan was doing this on her own... Which she can't. But to put Michael in this situation is kind of crazy. 
Oh, no. This is the <laughs> realest situation Michael has been in so far. Yep. It's the most... He doesn't take it... He takes it seriously, but he also doesn't to get the comedy in there. But it, it's the most so real he has to nervous. be. Yeah, he's nervous. He's and that's where the comedy comes from. Well, pretty much immediately, we learn that Jan is using Michael as a puppet, saying yep. whatever line she taught him to say. Um, I don't. Honestly, it didn't connect with me until I the lost theory came up. But it didn't connect with me that that this is sad for Michael and that he's being controlled. He because he's is, saying things like Diz Ray got new specs. <laughs> yeah, he's being controlled from both sides really. We'll get to the, the Dunder Mifflin in a bit, but but yeah, Jan is teaching him what telling him what to say. Um, My friend Pat took a turn. <laughs> that, yeah, Jan says they displayed a pattern of disrespect and inappropriate behavior. Michael says, yes, yes, Pat turn, Pat turn. My friend Pat took a turn. That's how I remember that. <laughs> Meanwhile, while he's... Diz Ray. My yeah. friend Diz Ray got new specs. A pattern of disrespect and inappropriate behavior. Diz Ray. My friend Diz Ray got new specs. My friend in Apro drives a Prius with his behind neighbor. <laughs> I don't get that one. <laughs> I don't think he does either because I'm not sure he says the inappropriate behavior yeah. part. Um, meanwhile, while they're doing all of this, he's telling Jan, would you please pull the put the top down? Yeah. Right? I'm going to get car sick. Yeah. Jan's like, no, I don't want to. My hair's going to get messed up. Yeah. I mean, Jan's terrible in this episode and pretty much all of the season, but she's right here. Like, yeah. <laughs> But he's also nervous, like you said. Yes. He yes. needs... To stick his head out of the car like a dog. She, he tells um, the camera, well, no, he tells Jane to tell the camera how much she's going to win if you win. And she she says, that's tacky. Michael says, million dollars. <laughs> four, four million. Four million dollars. And then, <laughs> four million dollars. And then he says something I've said a few times. Man, that's a lot of guacamole. <laughs> A lot of the green. <laughs> Just a lot of energy coming out. Yeah. And he basically tells the camera that he's memorized all of James' answers. Yeah. All the errs, throws in some errs <laughs> and ahs to make it seem not memorized. Uh, yeah. Perfect he, crime, he says at one point. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad, but it's very funny. They, it, it mixes the sad and funny perfectly well, I think. Yes, it's very good. Uh, he does get the top down eventually. He begs for it. <laughs> and then it cuts to Jan uh, combing her very messy hair yeah. in the <laughs> waiting room. Yeah. Michael tells a joke to the lawyer. <laughs> it's very funny. It's, he it's, says, it's one of the best lines. Um, what do you call a buttload of lawyers driving off the cliff? The lawyers is a, a, good, yeah, a good start. Line. And I think it's a bus full of lawyers. Yeah, not a buttload. Michael says, yeah, a bunch of lawyers took up bus. <laughs> good point. It's very good. <laughs> uh, Ryan, he's, yeah, Ryan he's taking over inside. Yeah, by Ryan and saying, like, you're not going to hurt the company, right? But, like, really... Uh, 
sucking up to him. Do yeah. you want to? He asks him, "Do you want to talk his friend?" Sure. And Michael says, "I would love that." <laughs> Very funny. Um, yeah, Ryan's using him now too. Yeah. And, uh, but really, it's the company. I'm sure someone told Ryan, "Hey, go go talk to Michael." Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough if we're looking at it from that angle. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, being pulled apart. Yeah, but too terrible. Uh, Two things he thinks he loves, but and thinks love him back. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he pro- in hindsight he probably doesn't love either of them. He might love Dunder Mifflin though. I think he does. Maybe it's hard. He does leave it, quit it, and also has no problem moving away. Yeah, to get married. He loves his job. He does love the people though. He, yeah, not there this whole episode. I think he loves his job, but he doesn't love the company. Does Michael? Yes. Does Michael need a friend? If does this episode work? If Michael has an ally, like a Jim or a Dwight not or an much. Andy, no, because no. the next scene is Toby shows up. We get that in uh, what's the what's the episode where they take the limo to. The uh, shareholder meeting. Yeah, we we get that, and he has allies there, and it doesn't work as well. It's not an exact comparison, but yeah. it's pretty similar in, yeah. in uh, plot. But, but yeah, it doesn't work as well. No, but he needs to be all alone. <laughs> yes, but he does have Toby. <laughs> he says, "No, I want Toby gone, or I don't say a word." He says something really mean. What is it? Are you ruin? Are you yes. renewing your divorce vows before my deposition? Renewing. Very good. What? Very mean. Michael Jan says that Michael is um, underestimated. He's very adequate at some things. He's a very good ice skater. Yes. This is after he repeats the lines we heard in the yes. car. Yes. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. No. I. He is a very good ice skater. Yes. <laughs> True. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's the thing Jan thinks he's good at, which yeah, pretty sad. He could have, yeah, they hint earlier that he could have had a hockey career probably. Yes. But, like, if my wife was in talking about me, like, I'm weirdly good at Tetris. No, that's all she says when we talk. She says he's pretty good at Tetris. Dang it. Sorry. Instead of saying actual nice things, she yeah. just says, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. I say, Tetris. what about this or that or the other thing? She yeah. goes, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Daryl. Sometimes. I love her for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Not in that way. She's honest. <laughs> she is honest. She doesn't really say that. pretty good at Tetris. No, she doesn't say that. No, she did say that. No, she did. You just said she did. Well, have you? You are not honest. Yeah, I lied. <sighs> Anyways, uh, low long have you? Kn- how low? How long have oh, you known the plaintiff? I put low long. Yeah, he um, he. Which if runs uh, your nephew is a low long. Okay, uh, <laughs> he runs out of memorized answers pretty quickly. I think. And then he's completely lost control by the next time we've seen him. Um, yeah, Lester the questioner. Lester the questioner. <laughs> Lester the lawyer. Um, 
he asks, how long have you known the plaintiff? Uh, which must be a movie. It must be, because he says, um, I haven't seen it, but I have seen the firm. I'm going to rent a uh, oh, Pel- Pelican Brief soon. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I've never heard of The Plaintiff. Is it a movie? It is. Uh, 1998 comedy. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does seem to be maybe loosely connected to The Firm. I'm not sure. Maybe like a author. Yeah. And they made sure. a bunch of his books into movies. Yeah. That must be it. Right. It always makes me laugh. Yeah. I do not care about it, but it always makes me laugh. It's a good movie joke. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, and you, he, <laughs> you were under her the entire time. Michael can't help himself. That's what she says. Does, doesn't crack a laugh or smile, which he probably should in this situation if he's going to tell a joke. Still nervous, but yeah. Um, this causes some of the best confusion. Oh, it's great! I've ever seen. Very quick, uh, back and forth. Yeah, the lawyers confused about why Michael said that, and. Uh, Michael is confused why no one gets the joke, I think. Jen's trying to reel everyone in, like, no, no, he was just joking. Yeah. And then the the other lawyer, who's against Jan, yeah. is like, I'm sorry. I don't we, understand. Can we confirm who said what? And then the other lawyer's like, hey, I'm doing my questioning here. Just calm down. <laughs> then they have the, what? The... Oh, it's a Reliant K song. Stenographer? Is that the title? They have the stenographer uh, re-read. I don't know if that's it. It's the the recorder. I don't know if that's the right word. I think that's it. Stenographer? Let me check. But but yes, they have the the person who's... Yeah, stenographer. You nailed it. I did. The song is about him falling in love with the stenographer. You well, this lady's recording the conversation. Yeah. She and she it rereads it. That's what she's. <laughs> Michael says the delivery's all wrong. She's butchering it. Kind of a callback to Diversity Day with yeah. the Chris Rock bit. Uh, yeah. Here's a here's a question about: Please. Is this a joke or is this a, not a joke? Um, <laughs> the lawyer says, "Now, Mr. Scott, what did you say? Miss Levinson said." And Michael says, come again? That's what she said? Is the come again question a joke? Is it a that's what she said joke? Is he joking? Come again? A sexual joke that's <laughs> yeah, 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 using yeah. Work. It is, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even need to say come again. No. <laughs> he just, he trying, just wants another joke. Yeah. Trying to help him get it, I guess. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> He's asked, why was Jan fired? Yeah. And he says, because of the twins. Yeah. That's what I called it. Was uh, that question not prepared by Jan? Or can Michael, does Michael not have the ability to say breath? Well, he does does have to throw in a few ers and ahs. That's true. So, yeah, he might just not want to say (laughs) breath. To be uh, delicate. They hang from me lady's chest. <laughs> they produce milk. <laughs> it's funny. 
<laughs> you don't need to go any further. Her breast. <laughs> it's good. Um, uh, he has a crazy the, line. The lawyer says she thought it had something to do with her enhancement. Michael says yes. And if I'm being frank, the timing was nothing short of predominant. <laughs> Literally every line he's saying is funny. It's, it's really good. <laughs> oh. So here, let me just read straight down. I'm not going to read what other people say. I'm just reading straight down the lawyer's questioning in between these answers. She thought it had to do with the twins. That's what I call them. Um, to be delicate, they hang off me lady's chest. They make milk. Yes. Yes. And frankly, the timing was nothing short of predominant. Oh, no, I lost my spot. You lost a spot, everybody. I'm filling in the dead air. Well, if it did, the company is breaking its own rules because before we started dating, we disclosed a relationship to HR, and I have the proof right here. <gasps> <laughs> he does that. He does that. Like every single line he brings, is a joke. And he brings out the framed yes. paperwork. It, which he said he was going to frame. Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's a crazy callback episode. Yeah, very good. Like, like everything's here. The other lawyer asks him, if she can ask a few clarifying questions, Michael says, I will allow it, which I say all the time. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But the other lawyer kind of catches him because um, she has the photo of Jan Topless, which is another great callback. Michael Stanley's photo. Michael's standing over with the sandals Jamaica with the arms widespread, and she's laying topless. Uh, Face down. Yeah. Top down. Call me when she turns over. No. Is that what Andy says? Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing photo. It's an amazing but, photo. It's an amazing callback. Yes. It, it's, a, it's a great payoff because Jan doesn't find out in that episode. Yeah. That is the beginning of their relationship. We are at the end. We, we, we are at the official end next episode. Uh, well, that's not totally true. It's a little confusing, though. It is confusing, but it's, yeah, it's yeah, pretty much it's the official the, uh, the babies, the pregnant Jan comes in, and yeah. that doesn't last long, and I don't think it's a relationship. No. Um, but, yeah, we're at the end, and Jan finally finds out. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah. I got some they, weird what? notes I can't understand. Oh, sure. They kind of argue over when the relationship started due to the picture. Yeah. Michael says, uh, I think they, well, if it was the first time we kissed sober. Right. No, this is a good cut to probably plot B or to a commercial. And we come back and Michael's just in distress. Yeah. And he's the, like, well, I do cut to commercial. Oh, is that later? Um, after... They cut, so they, they go through this exchange over the picture where Michael is like, uh, well, our relationship, well, the first time we kissed was two years ago, the first time we kissed sober, four months after that, things like that. He clarifies also, six years ago was their first handshake. Yes. Very funny. <laughs> um, the, the, Jan's lawyer is like, can we take a break? And then Mike, the 
the other lawyer says, um, so your relationship began two, began two years ago, not in February. And Michael says, wine? Wine. <laughs> she says, I'm sorry, what? And then the, the mediator, I think, he's like, he asked for a line, like in a play. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I think they go to commercial. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then we come back, and the the stenographer yeah. is reading, repeating what's been said, which is a great uh, device for a television show. Just like we're not going to show you this, but a lot's happened since the it's, the break. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Michael gets to take a break from talking so much, and we yeah. get we get jokes in other people's voices. Can I go to the bathroom? You just went to the bathroom. No, that was to get out of a question. Now I have to go again. Just answer the question. <laughs> First, can I go to the bathroom? No. It's very good. Michael looks at the camera just scared. <laughs> yeah. Terrified. Uh, and then he... That's when he breaks down. And yeah. He's... He, he's exhausted. We come back to him, and it looks like he's just chugging water. I, it's the first time I noticed it this this time. Yeah. And yeah, it looks like he just drank at least half a glass of water, and then he's like, and then he tells the truth. Yeah. Uh, on and off again relationship. Uh, with two Jan. years. Yeah. Two years. I throw myself to the mercy of the deposition. <laughs> A lot of crazy he's, sentences. He's clearly just going off of any, like, courtroom TV show he's ever seen. Yeah. It's an incredible performance. It really it really is. Yeah. Um, then they do something that does make me mad. For, for a guy who loves Michael Scott as a character, they bring out his diary. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, he's got a good diary, though. It's very funny. <laughs> the, also, the lawyers keep calling it the, his journal. Yeah. And Michael keeps not really correcting them, but he's like, that's my diary. He always says diary it's right true. after they say journal. Very good. Um, uh, yes, this lawyer reads an excerpt out of Michael's journal from January 4th. You want me to read it? Uh, I'm looking for it. I got it. You got it. Go Just ahead. got back from Jamaica. Tan almost everywhere. Jan almost everywhere. Hee <laughs> hee. Oh, diary, what a week. I had sex with my boss. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. Jan was very specific that this is not going anywhere, that it was a one-time mistake. But we had sex six times, so you tell me. I am definitely feeling very eerie. Ivory. Michael Gregson. Uh, I already said it. More tomorrow, XOXO Michael. <laughs> XOXO? Yeah. Oh, to himself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a good joke. It's great writing on the, uh, the, the writers. <laughs> That's who writes. Um, it, and then, yeah, they make... Ten copies, Toby asked for his own copy, so they make eleven copies of the diary, and they're going to lunch to read it. <laughs> it's gross. It's it's mean, it's gross, and the Toby joke is funny. This is the equivalent of Sawyer uh, 
I don't know. Sawyer, Saeed, and and, uh, Bernard fake dying. Bernard? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they're going to dynamite the others as a decoy when the rest of the people escape. And then on the radio, they fake shoot (laughs) the three guys. This is the equivalent. This is just like... This is the worst oh, thing that could happen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Man, been a long time. And Ben is Toby. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I remember it pretty... That's, that's a good episode. Yeah, it is a great episode. Everyone in the cafeteria is reading his diary. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Ryan's short friend. Who is this? This isn't the first time we've seen him, is it? It might be. Uh, what a weird time to... Oh, okay. Jan, Toby's reading That's a recurring role. <laughs> He's back in uh, Threat Level Midnight, too. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> He's back in a few episodes. Doesn't make sense ever, except Night Out. But, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Uh he sits, he doesn't know who to sit with. Everyone's reading his diary, so he sits with Toby, who yeah. is reading it, and then closes it and tries to comfort him. Says, yeah, I know how you're feeling. My parents got divorced. They both wanted me to uh, testimi- dis- testify, testify uh-huh. against them. And, and while, while he's saying this, Michael just pushes his uh, tray off the table and leaves. So slow, and it's so mean. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Toby has like a just the most boring turkey sandwich <laughs> on his plate possible, and yeah, just this slow. Michael almost looks like he's like appreciating it at first. And then you can see him kind of turn, and then he just slowly pushes the tray. (laughs) It's really mean. But also, it's a little bit of payback for Toby wanting that journal. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't do it to anyone else. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But yeah, it's very mean. Yeah. (laughs) Then Jan and Michael have an argument. Yeah, like, they're back like in line for food or something. Dessert, maybe. Uh, how did you find my journal? You keep it on... Jan says you keep it on my side of the bed. Like it says, I don't like the lump. A great... <laughs> I love ...vision the into their relationship. <laughs> where Jan's clearly a terrible person. We all know that. But Michael doesn't want to be inconvenient. Yes. So he just throws his journal under... Jan's side even though he knows it's uncomfortable we've also well next episode we're led to believe that he's not sleeping in the bed which that might be after this I don't know It's but he's also mentioned the futon yeah Yeah. so who knows how often he's actually in that bed but I I love that he keeps it on Jan's side yeah time wise I'm a little confused. I think time-wise, dinner party happens right after this. I think so, too. And then there's the big gap. I have no idea. But I don't remember. It's hard to tell. I think chair models. Do you think there's a gap? 
Yeah, I, think, I don't. You don't think there's any gap? No. <laughs> he just I think all winter. I, I'll save it for that podcast, but I think it's that crazy of a relationship that he's immediately looking for a, a rebound. He is a rebound immediate, yeah. Yeah. Chair model. I always took it as chair model is just just a wiser, lonelier. No, I, just, that's not how I take it. But I'll save it for that episode. Yeah, we'll get there. We gotta watch it first. Um, yeah, what they he asks how he how she can give up the diary. Yeah. Um, she's like, I need to win this. That's, and you email the topless photo to everybody. Call it. The love you is terrible. <laughs> uh, there's a Ryan oh, joke. Yeah, they're back in the deposition. There's a Ryan joke. Who is this Ryan guy? Um, hot, but in hot like Jan, but in a different way. <laughs> Not a woman, just a cool, great-looking best friend. That's Michael's <laughs> response. Yeah. Uh, Toby laughs at the yeah. idea of them together. It's, um. Then Michael, a good guy, sticks up for Jan. And this is tough. Yeah. He sticks. He, he, sti- he chooses. He's, he picks not, a side. He's not picking between. No, I you don't know? think he picks a side. I think he's picking between himself and Jan. Meaning, yes, he's a very good guy. He's, yeah. he's saying. Yeah, I thought we had a relationship, but she clearly didn't. He's doing his shit. She's not telling he, the truth. And he did this in Valentine's Day, uh-huh. where he he shoots himself in the foot to get Jan to win. Yeah, he's not. That's in Valentine's Day. That's because he was she was his boss, and he didn't want to get. She was a better person back then too. She was. He's just doing the same thing here. He's doing putting on a salesman shtick to get. Jan out of cold water. Hot water. I, I think so. Is it, cold, is it cold water or hot water? Hot water. Hot water. <laughs> Dumb to the cold water, huh? Okay, I, that'd be terrible. I think, I think you're right, but I also think he, that Michael, um, he thinks so lowly of himself that he's like, oh no, she's probably, she's probably right. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, that might have been Valentine's Day, though. That might have applied to that, and we didn't even know it. Valentine's Day, he's... He actually did the wrong. Like, he he was in the wrong, and he corrected it. This, he's trying to... He doesn't... Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's trying... It's another callback, kind of. A little bit. He does the same shtick, except he shouldn't. I I don't know if I'd even call it a shtick, because... I'm not sure they, I don't think they connect as much as you do, because Valentine's Day, he's definitely did the wrong thing. Yeah. And apologizes. Here, it's, the a, cult, yeah. it's a weird, he's balancing like, yeah, I I thought she was my girlfriend, we had sex, all of that, but she clearly did not. He's not lying at any point. He's not covering for her. But he's saying the right thing. He's saying Don't the right get thing. Get Jan to win. Yeah, but he's telling the truth. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I think he's, even with all the jokes, he's pretty he's uh, outside of the first 5 minutes of the deposition, he's truthful. Like he yeah. he says what he what, what he should say usually. And what, I'm not sure this goes against that. Whatever time he had alone, 
in the lunch while everyone was reading a journal. This is the point he came to. Yeah, I think this so. is the conclusion he came to. This is so. what I gotta do, I guess. Yeah. What, whichever. No, I, I think you, right. I think you just decided like, okay, I just gotta go tell what what I saw and, and what I perceive as the truth. And he he's pretty good about it. Then then it gets pretty tough. Yeah, this is this is sad. The opposite of the lady the lawyer, the lawyer. Yeah, the yeah. Dunderman lawyer. Says, I'm. It's nice of you to stick up for a person who doesn't really care about you. Gave you negative reviews. Thanks. He didn't need to say. Yeah. Then she then she pulls out again, adding perfect comedy with very serious stuff. Yes. For Michael. Then she pulls out a uh, a performance review from after after they started dating. Yeah. Which was a bad. Michael didn't know about these, and uh, which might be wrong, business-wise. I think you're supposed to tell, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. they. I don't know. Maybe she just hit man. She well, was better. Be job. wrong for Jan to like judge Michael oh, in a better light because yeah, yeah, because they're dating. But who knows? This is pretty. Convoluted, really. A little bit. But <laughs> the performance review makes you laugh. It does. It does. <laughs> because we've quoted this. We went through a spell of quoting this. You bit. said it I want a, lot, a while oh, yeah. ago, and you're like, what is that from? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, it's from the office. I'm like, no, we can't. Then no one says that. And you're like, hold on, hold on. We finally figured it yeah. out. But yeah, go ahead. Jan says, I am out of carrots, I am out of sticks. And then goes on to say much meaner stuff. You saying that, though, is just like, I who cares? <laughs> well, before we do. Oh, yeah. Just like, who, okay. <laughs> I love saying it. You do. Uh, but yeah, she says, Mr. Scott's an unmanageable employee and a poor manager. I re- recommend he be removed from his position and reassigned to sales where he belongs. What, uh, Which is probably true. I don't know. But it's also, yeah, tough to hear. Season 3, Michael. He, he's an okay manager. Season 2, Michael, no. Yeah, yeah. Season 1? Yeah. Did yeah. anyone watch? Um, <laughs> the, the lawyer asks him a follow-up question. Like, would you say Jan has bad judgment? I think is what... And Michael's just about to cry. He doesn't yeah. answer. It's sad. It's the most of... <laughs> Michael uses crying as very funny, like yeah. comedic. Yeah. Uh, this is the most uh, emotional one. Like, it's actually... The, everything else he said is funny to me. This is like, oh, this is where the episode came into. The, the crying is... Real. <laughs> like, other crying is not real. He's just being overdramatic. This yes. is this is the first time in a long time he's actually been faced with like actual emotions. I feel like. like yeah. He, no, he, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's just just stunned, shocked. Yes. He at he. I think a commercial break happens or a plot beat break happens, and he comes back and he's just like yelling at Jan. Or not yelling, but like pleading, like how? Why did you do this? Yeah, like, like in front of everybody. 
Dunder Mifflin, he claims Dunder Mifflin had to be good to him. Yep. And that's when the, his lawyer, Jan's lawyer, pulls out Wallace's deposition. Which is also really tough. Because he, they ask, hey, was Michael, they asked David Wallace, was Michael up for the job? He's like, yeah. He's like, see, I was, another funny line. I was Number being groomed. <laughs> Number one contender, I was being groomed. <laughs> and then they read, uh, was he the first choice? Michael Scott is a fine employee. And the, was he a top five contender? Don't know what you want me to say. He's a nice guy. Was David he, Wallace seriously considered for the job. No. The David Wallace doesn't answer. He knows. I have problems with this. You have problems with this? They pushed David Wallace so far. That we, I don't have problems with the answers, but we talked about this at the end of season three. Like it really seemed like he was. A, like a top three contender, top five contender. Not after the interview, though. No, but they weren't. Well, I guess it just depends. He shouldn't have been a top three or five contender after the interview. Like, he was awful in the interview. I think the whole point here, and I, can, I might be confused, so correct me if I'm wrong. But the whole point here is the lawyer knows Jan said bad things about Michael. So that will be used against them. So let's get David Wallace yeah. to say bad things about. That's why it takes so long for Davis to admit it. David Wallace to admit it. Well, yeah, he's obviously trying not to say it. Yeah, I, I don't have any problem with that. The, where I'm having problems is like I think Michael was a contender for the job. Yeah, but then, I think they're going back on the story. But then the aftermath. I don't know. Not a contender. I guess I not being groomed. <laughs> But, yeah, it's just hard to tell where they're coming from. Like, yeah. if it's before the interview, like he's definitely a contender, I think this right? was, like, the day before. This is... Well, yeah, but... This I, is we're, you're, yeah. we're saying different things. Like We are. Aren't we? Like, I, like, I would think they'd be asking from a point of, like, hey, before the interview started, did you seriously consider him? Or was this just a token interview that you gave him because he's been here a long time? Yeah. It did not seem okay. like a token interview. I take so it differently. That's, that's I take it. That's not important. It's just yeah. If you take it from where I'm coming from, it's yeah. it's weird. No, he. Like, uh, it clearly seemed like he was. I agree. He was probably the top pick, even. Yeah. In the finale, it, I mean, we spent a decent amount of time talking yeah. about it. It seemed like he. And then maybe he could. Then he screwed it up. Yeah. Even without telling Jan. <laughs> that she's he wasn't going to get the job he, he with that interview. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then, yeah, he hears all that and then uh, sticks up for Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. Uh, anyways. It's it's a great moment. It's it's so good. He, I mean, the choices he has aren't great. And I, he picks the better one, I think. Yeah. Jan, I, the point, I think, you weren't arguing with me, but... The point is, Jan immediately says, two days after, like a week after dating, starting dating, this guy sucks at his job. David Wallace says, Michael's great. Michael's great. Okay, yeah, I get what you're trying to do. I don't really want to answer, but yeah, he's not. He's not great. Yeah. That's what they're getting at. Yeah, and then Michael picks the one that was 
nicer to him. He picks the one that's been more loyal and the one that's using him less. Yeah. Um, Dunder Mifflin hasn't then, been good to Michael, right? Like, outside of... Yeah, except the piece of Wraith. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you, there's a good shot of David Wallace clearly feeling bad, yeah, knowing no. exactly what's coming and not wanting it to happen. Yep. Jane doesn't give a crap if Michael hears that uh, he gave her a bad performance review. Yeah, no, you're right. David Wallace is like cringing and wishing he this this terrible thing wasn't happening. Yeah, no, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, are we? He um. What, so what the lawyer, say? the lawyer asks. Uh, let's see, where is it? Um, the lawyer says. So can I have one more question, Mister Scott? Wouldn't you agree with Miss Levinson that the company exhibits? A pattern of disrespect towards its employees. Michael kind of sits for a minute and says, "Absolutely not." Yeah. And uh, for one, yeah, he's picking between one of two lesser evils. But I also think he did a bit of growing up, where he's thinking, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have been considered for that job." Like I, I yeah, self-aware. This yeah. is the. First, one of the first self-awareness. Because later, they they do love the joke where Michael is self-aware. Yes, I am good at I am good at a lot of things in a much more real way. I'm not good at most. I forget the yeah, quote, yeah, but sure, sure. he does have a lot of self-aware moments. Where like the Christmas party, where he he's like, yeah, like, why are you doing this, Michael? Because I'm selfish. Or I can't remember the quotes, but he is way more self-aware after this moment, which. Kind of leads to my uh, uh, season three finale of Lost, where Jack has no idea uh, what he's doing or where he's heading, and then boom, this crazy thing happens, and he knows exactly what he has to do. Sure, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a great moment. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe like you're like you're saying, maybe Michael's best arc so far. Yeah. I'm trying to say. Very promptly. Well, uh, well, let's talk about this last David Wallace-Michael conversation, and then I'll say this. Um, David, David says, sorry, says, this was really rough. Yeah. Never wanted you in the middle. Michael says, that's okay. I mean, no biggie. Um, yeah. And then he says, hey, David. And David turns around, yeah. And Michael says, I think you're a nice guy, too. Because David Wallace says, yeah, he's yeah, a nice guy. He's a nice guy in the thing. Which is another good grow-up moment. Because even earlier in this episode, Michael just needs a comp- Like, he just needs a compliment. He needs Ryan to say, can we talk as friends? He needs uh, the one lady to compliment him. And he's like, that's very nice of you to say. Here, he... You can take it as him being dumb and only hearing, yeah, oh, David a, called me a good guy. Yes. That's all my brain hears because that's all my brain needs. And that's the joke. I mean, that's kind of the joke, but I think he's also like, you know what? You, you screwed me over. It's You were mean to me, but okay, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's a great, uh, well, it's a great, our type of comedy joke, I feel like, because like Parks and Rec or things like this will do it. Uh, where what they're saying is a little bit dumb on its surface, but like really, it's there's a lot. 
there's a lot of meaning behind this. He's yeah. he's moved on from any grievance he has with with the company and is like and he's taking what he can get. He's taking the yeah. the bright side of things when I think it speaks to who Michael is because I think he would have done this at any point in the first four seasons. Like he will take a compliment and he sees the brighter side of things. That's yeah. one of his character traits, <laughs> for better or worse. Most of the time, it's sad and a flaw. Yeah, here it finally is like good. It's yeah, finally like you're at peace. Michael is still a loser. Sure, but it's. Classic Michael is okay. still growing. He is okay with being a loser, and we're okay with him being a yes. loser. Instead of being sad for him being a loser. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the episode ends with Michael and Jan driving. Michael says, where do you want to eat? Jan says, Chinese. Michael says, I was thinking something cheap. Chinese was my cheap secret. Said that. Yep, we've said that. We um, decided on fast food. Yeah. It's a good... Ending. I sat up to dinner party. It is where they're just miserable. Yeah, like it's crazy that they. I mean, obviously, I can't believe they didn't break up after this. Like, but but yeah, I, they. It that's why I think dinner party is right maybe like. The no, next, it feels right. Like after. five days after this, not even a week. We get the benefit of binging it or just watching it straight through, without the gap. But yeah, it definitely feels right after. The, I, I'm sure the episode would have been totally different, Dinner Party. But if the writer's strike happened one week later and we got Dinner Party after this, it would have, I think it would have been talked about more as the, a good double header of episodes. I don't yeah. really know what it was. Dinner Party I mean, is... The reception to Dinner Party was always great and continues yeah. to be. Yeah, but I, I think the... The one-two punch would have been even stronger. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I I love this episode, if, mainly for plot A. Um, it's incredibly funny. Yeah. It's, uh, but the last five minutes turn around and and give it a little bit more meaning. It makes it more memorable for sure. Um, it's a little bit community-esque in that community was like 15 minutes of jokes and then the last five minutes were about the moral yeah. of the story. Uh, it feels like that. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I think that's where it kind of lands for me. I have it at... Oh, this is tough for me. I haven't ranked it yet. I have it at number 12. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'm going 11. Yeah. There's the top 15 is very good at this point. Top 20. Sure is, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, dinner party. Well, next episode, next episode of the bonus episode. And we don't quite know. It what could be like 15 minutes. We are not sure what's going to happen. could be just as long. And we pray it's not. Yeah. Uh, for your sake. And for ours. <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and, and then the next episode might come out late because yeah, uh, timing's a little we'll, weird. we'll remind you next week. Yeah, we'll remind me next week. Yeah. Um, best character from this one? 
Ugh, it's Michael Scott. Yeah, no, no doubt. He is no. the funniest character and, like, uh, the the best characters who ever wrote this episode because sure. it's crazy good. It's a crazy good performance. Shout out I, to Lester Lewis. I wonder what I I assume Steve Carell was nominated. They are nominated for specific episodes. I wonder if it was this one. Yeah, it probably was dinner party, but probably. Uh, um, worst character also probably a consensus. Uh, Jane. Worst character, Jan, yeah. Yeah, she's terrible. It's not even close. Best, uh... Even, even if we can't pick Jan, and I wouldn't pick Kelly. No, She's no, me a mean person, yeah. but I think... I she pick, uh, I picked Jan before I picked Kelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I picked Jim. Yeah, I would pick Jim in a second. I picked Jim. <laughs> uh, best scene or joke? Moment? Uh, best... I'm gonna go with... Him picking Dunder Mifflin at the very end. I, I yeah, think great. it, it's one of the most underrated uh, emotional moments. I agree. Of the show, it's crazy. I'll pick something different just for the sake of picking something different. I love the, uh, the first scene in the deposition where they're, uh, where they're going back and forth very quickly, and it gets pretty confusing. Um, the pelican. The movie joke. I love all of that. It's very funny. Okay, they nominated Steve Carell for Goodbye Toby. And yeah, that's that right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's fine. Correct. Um, worst joke. Worst moment. Worst moment. I mean, probably just like it's got to be ping pong. Obviously. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's Pam telling Jim that Kelly's talking trash. Yeah. It's. So uh, I guess the joke makes sense because you're like my boyfriend is twelve, and then yeah. immediately gets sucked into the world. It's not bad. And uh, we'll end it with a uh, bridesmaid. Bridesmaid? Yeah. Um. Uh. Probably. Who are Pam's bridesmaids? Now that you say sister. that. Sister. She have a sister. She's got a sister. 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 <laughs> sister. I don't know. I think it might, it's at least one sister, because it's uh, not Brittany Snow. What's the other one's name? Uh, Tabitha. Not Tabitha. Not Tabitha. <laughs> oh, I forget. Krabitha? Krabitha, yes. Krabitha. Urkel grew. Uh, no, it's, played, it's played by a now famous actress. Her sister is. Amy Adams. Um, no. Dakota not. Johnson. That would, be, that would be incredible. Yeah. Maybe. She was in the wedding? Yeah, uh, it's Pam's sister is played by. No, it is Brittany Snow. It is. Yeah. Crazy. It is. Um, if you if anyone cares, season three, Mike Steve Carell was nominated for Business School. Huh? That's crazy. And then pick, but season two, The Injury. Yeah, that, that's that, that's right. It's good stuff. Um, All right. Now I'm obsessed with this. Season five. Guess. Well, it's got to be stress relief. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's check it out. I have to fill time. Okay. I don't have to have a guess. I will not guess. Maybe crime aid? It's broke. 
What? That's not that's No, he's a good. He's good in the episode. Good. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Do you think he was nominated for season six? I do not. I do not either. Let's check it out. I can't believe this is. No, this should be the bonus episode. Yeah. I don't know why we're not doing. We might it. cut it out. Yeah. Put it in the book. The cover up. Oh. We are not. Come on, Emmys. And then one more season. He's, he's got to be. He's goodbye, gotta, Michael. It's got to be. That's. I mean, there's. Good my Michael. Yeah. Okay. Good job, guys. Not you too bad. You got three out of six. What would you nominate him for three? Season three. Season three? Maybe. I mean, probably like 11 more episodes. Like the, Definitely not business school. The convention is it's good. Even off the top of my head. No, it's got to be Gay Witch Hunt. Gay Witch Hunt. I'm thinking because... Seasons are weird. I don't know if it yeah, makes in, but I think it's. I think it was the one season, beach games. Yeah, <laughs> him standing there alone is uh, at the fire. <laughs> I don't know. Benny Hanna Christmas. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Okay, guys, this is the I was, was never, never given, given a name in American, American podcast about, about the office. office. Bye.